Okay, you guys, we are starting off this episode with a really somber, sad vibe because Halloween is over and I just simply do not know what to do with myself or my life. I've been prepping for the one day, that one day of the year um, since August and now it's done. So I'm just confused. I don't know what to do with my life or with myself. But I guess that just means that I have to prepare for next Halloween <laughs> starting now. So, um, yeah, I can't believe it's November. Um, that's fucking wild. A lot to reflect on for the month of October. Really excited for today's episode. Actually, um, I've been meaning to sit down and record this a few days ago, but, um, been super slammed and busy. So <clears throat> you guys know the drill to start this episode. Um, I'm going to tell you the ambiance that I am watching on the TV right now. So maybe you can get cozy, watch the same thing. Um, for those of you that, that are new, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I usually put on a Halloween ambiance. That's what I usually do. And I tell you guys the psychotic title of what I am watching while I sit down and record this podcast. But I switched things up today because it's raining in LA, which is fucking weird. Um, I love it. I'm, uh, I'm dressed, uh, really dramatically. Like it's really not that cold, but I'm just leaning into the season, you know, tis the fucking season. So on my TV, I actually just have a crackling fireplace. I'm feeling really cozy. I have a candle lit. Um, I'm recording this in the morning. Usually I don't, I record this at night after work, um, when it's dark and, and vibey, but I just had a killer workout, um, clean my house, have some time before work. And yeah, I'm feeling uh, cozy as shit. So let's just dive right into today's episode. So October, a uh, crazy month full of a lot of shit. If you guys listened to last uh, month's episode, I uh, said that my friend is flying in from Spain. I haven't seen her for a year and we had so many fun activities planned. I took my first vacation uh, from work. I took 10 days off. It was my first vacation of the year. My last vacation that I took off was last September. So <clears throat> it was super exciting. And because my friend was coming from Spain, I, I'm not the best at planning. Okay. I get very excited and I, and I plan a lot of things as if we have like so much time to do all of it. And we were basically in the car for, I think like <laughs> 80% of the trip. Yeah. So she was like, Hey, I really want to see uh, my friend in San Francisco. And I was like, you know what? Say less. We're going to drive there. It's not a big deal. It's only, it's only a five hour drive from LA. Like no big deal. We got this. <clears throat> then when she got here, I was like, um, I'm going to take you up the scenic route. Okay. We have to see Big Sur. We have to drive through the Redwoods a little bit in Santa Cruz. Like we're going to take the scenic route. So my dumbass, I look at the, I look <laughs> at the directions and I'm like, oh, okay. From my house to Big Sur is three hours. From Big Sur to San Francisco is five hours. I'm like, perfect. It's still a five hour trip. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. So then we leave, we go, <laughs> we go to Big Sur and then when we're there, I'm like, Hey, Paola, can you just put in, um, directions to San Francisco real quick? I just want to get a gauge of timing. Is there traffic? Like my concern was the fucking traffic. Okay. And she goes, Sabrina, this, Hmm, this can't be right. We have another four and a half hours to go from Big Sur. So our five hour drive turned into a nine hour drive total. Uh, I was like, I'm so sorry about that. We spent your first day here on a nine hour car ride after you flew from Spain. So 
that was uh, step one. And then I planned Disneyland and then we drove to San Diego like the day after we went to Disneyland. Disneyland's in Orange County. Like that's an hour and a half or like, like an hour south from L.A., and then San Diego is like an hour and a half, two hours south of LA. And we were only in San Diego for like three days and we drove back up to LA. Like I, I was just, I didn't plan it right. Okay. I get it. I get it now. But I, the whole time, because we have so many things planned, like I would say that the emotion that I feel the most and that I recognize the most is excitement. I'm always excited. I'm always looking forward to something. And while that's a great emotion to have. It keeps you hopeful and excited for the future. It also pulls you away from the present moment. I realized that this whole trip, every day, every day that we had something planned and we were like, let's say we're in San Francisco, I would say, I'm so excited for us to go to Disneyland on Monday. Then when we're at Disneyland, I'm like, hey, while we're at Disneyland, I'm so excited for us to go to your first haunted house um, in San Diego tomorrow. Like, I was just pulled completely out of the moments that we were in and and kept talking about the next thing that we were going to do. And after she left, I realized like, oh my gosh, I'm just looking forward, looking forward, looking forward. And then suddenly the time is gone and she's gone and she's, you know, leaving. And I was so focused on the next thing. Maybe that was anxiety for all the things that we have to do, all the driving I have to do, the timing that we have to do, you know, hosting somebody, Maybe that was it, but I really was just like, holy shit, that whole trip just flew by. I was so pulled out from each individual moment that I, yeah, I I just completely glossed over certain moments. Like my headspace was not where we were and what we were doing. It was the next day, each day, each day was the next day. It was like, I was completely living for tomorrow. Um, And I realized that's something that I do a lot. I do that a lot. And I've been reflecting on why. So we used to live in this beautiful home in um, San Diego. And every time I'm home, so currently I live in LA, every time I go down to San Diego, I make sure that I plan a run in my old neighborhood. There's a lot of trails. I run by my old house. Um, I just love being in that area and feeling like I am back in time. I'm going back in time. Like I feel like I've... purposefully try to live in the past and I'm actively thinking about the future. I don't dwell on the past. I just like to, to feel like I'm recreating moments from my childhood that brought me the most comfort and the most peace. And I feel like when I am immersed in those situations and kind of reliving my past, that I am at peace when really it's just a big fat facade. So even when I lived back in San Diego, I would make it an effort to go run in my old neighborhood at least two to three times a week. Like my dad died in that house. It's kind of a somber area to be in. And yet it brings me so much peace and so much nostalgia. So I really want to talk about nostalgia today. This, this phenomenon, I think revolving around nostalgia and the beauty of it is that we don't know that we are building a nostalgic memory until we look back and when we go back to those moments that bring us, you know, whatever memory that we're trying to seek or whatever feeling we're trying to feel again, you recognize the sense, you recognize the ambiance, the environment, you you recognize everything more than when you were living in that moment, which is 
so ironic. It's like we're subconsciously building nostalgia up every single day. Like we go through life, I feel like each day dwelling on our day or dwelling on something that someone said or dealing with our problems or thinking about our problems, coming home to our spaces, wishing that we were in different environments, different homes, that we had more, that we had more money, that we had better jobs. Like we keep wishing our lives away. And then when we get to a different stage in our life, in our lives, we reflect back on those moments that we didn't realize were so impactful and so beautiful and so memorable. Um, like, you know, I am about to move to San Diego in a couple months and I'm so excited to, to go back to San Diego. Like I love San Diego and I, LA is not for me. And I've been thinking so much about going home, going home, going home that I am forgetting about the fact that I am living in a beautiful apartment, my first apartment by myself. It's super cozy. I've never been on my own before. And I am like wishing time away to be somewhere else. And I know that when I move back to San Diego, I'm going to have this feeling of, of sorrow and, and sadness revolving around the fact that I'm leaving my first apartment and wishing that I was back in my first apartment alone again. And that is kind of the irony of how we live our lives. Like I feel like we live life in the future so that we have wishful thinking to give us hope that there's something better coming. And if we think about exciting things and we think about where we want to be in our lives and all of our dreams, we, we trick ourselves into thinking that those are already here, that those are already happening. And then when we reflect back to memorable moments in our past, we're, we're seeking comfort and peace. And we're missing all the moments in between that we could be so immersed in creating memorable moments right now that you're not going to realize our memorable moments until you're somewhere else in your life and you ref reflect back onto quote unquote simpler times <laughs> because life's going to keep throwing problems your way. You're going to keep dealing with new circumstances, new environments, whatever the hell. Then you're going to reflect back and be like, wow, I didn't appreciate that like I should have. I didn't really soak that all in and the fact that I'm leaving in a few months, I'm really trying to soak this all in and, and really just not let these moments pass me by, by being so caught up into literally both the past and the future. And I like, I'm not a big movie watcher. If you know me, uh, I fall asleep during like 99% of all movies. And if you come over to my house or we're with friends and we're trying to pick a movie, I am, I am literally suggesting adamantly that we watch a movie that I've already seen like literally like a hundred times. I watch Halloween town, <laughs> you guys like a psycho, like three times a week. I'm not even kidding. I'm not even exaggerating. I wish. And you know what? I wish I was. Okay. Beetlejuice. I watch that shit like at least five times a month. Okay. Um, well, let's see what else. Hocus Pocus. That's at least twice a month. Ha ha uh, Harry Potter. That's fucking always on. Okay. If I'm at work, a movie is on and it's one of those fucking three movies. <laughs> That's it. And I don't even need to watch them. Like I don't, I don't, I haven't actively sat down and watched any of these movies for a very long time, but they're always on in the background and they calm my anxiety. And I'm realizing that I am trying so hard subconsciously not to create new memories. Like I am just reliving old memories over and over and over and over again, trying to go back to a time where I remember being with like my family, like my, my mom, my dad, and my sister. And I realized lately that that's all I'm trying to go back to is 
this moment, these moments where it's the four of us. And ever since my dad died, that's all I've been trying to do is, is it makes me feel like the more that I kind of recreate these past moments that he's back and everything's okay again. And we're a family again. And, and we have our home again. And if I rerun our, our, our trails, it's like, I live here again. And Halloween is such a big holiday for remembrance for me, for him. I remember just celebrating Halloween with him every single year as a family, we would decorate together. And I'm holding on to these moments so much that I'm, I'm truly forgetting to create new memories. And it's like, I'm afraid to create new memories as if those memories will just fade, like they'll go away and his memory will be gone. And he just never existed. If I try to move on and, and create new nostalgic memories. And I am really finding comfort in, in just the nostalgic memories of my past. And I want to create nostalgic memories for what I'm doing right now. I want my apartment in LA to be nostalgic. I want the memories that I'm creating today with my friends, with my family, with my job, with, with my growth. I want those to be the new nostalgia that I try to, to tap into and remember. Not the same moments from 10 years ago. Like I'm living 10 years ago in my head and I am trying to stay in those moments. And I feel like it's because I, I have a lot of shit internally that I've not dealt with. And instead of trying to deal with it, I'm trying to escape it by pretending I'm still back in the time where everything was okay. And for me, nostalgia is actually becoming a little bit, a little bit toxic. Okay. I'm not going to even lie here. Uh, it's I'm dwelling in it and I'm, I'm sulking in it and I want it to be something that I can look back on and, and be at peace with than something that I'm trying to, um, trying to feel again. <laughs> Emotions, man, they're fucking me up and I'm navigating them. Like for the first time, I'm really trying to understand them and navigate them. But I am just in a place right now where, especially this whole month of October, where there's so much going on and so many activities. I just realized that every day I was living for tomorrow. And yet at the same time, ironically, every day in my mind, I'm living 10 years ago. And I'm trying to be back in that place. So this is just a a fun little episode to reel us back into real life, into reality, into today. Um, Don't get so caught up into what we're doing tomorrow. Especially for me, I, I practice wishful thinking so much that I, like I said earlier, convinced myself. I convinced myself that that's already happened. Like that the things that I dream so greatly of that the things that I want so much in my life, I think about them so much, so consistently throughout the entire day that I've convinced myself that I already have that. Okay. It's, it's uh, a little delusional. Okay. We're living in delusion, my friends, but I think we all are because it brings us peace and comfort to, to pretend that things are (laughs) better than they maybe are or to allow us to uh, escape and avoid the emotions that we're trying to not feel. And that's kind of where I'm at currently. And I'm really trying to live more presently and away from my phone. Like y'all, the amount of people that when I just walk around town or um, I walk around town as if I just like stroll around town on the daily. No, you guys, I'm literally either at work or at home. But if I'm outside for a second, or even if you're driving, look around at the people that are just like glued to their phones when they're walking on the sidewalk, when they're waiting for a bus, when they're waiting for a train, when they're at the airport waiting for their planes. 
in line waiting for their coffee. Everyone is staring at their phones as if they're in a trance. And, and I know that we've all kind of felt like when we are looking at our phones, whether we, that we are in a trance, like the second you kind of come out of that, like, let's say you're in line at Starbucks or you've already ordered and you're waiting for your drink and it takes like seven minutes, which that's a long time, but let's say it takes seven minutes. Okay. And you're sitting there and you're looking at your phone and you're scrolling on Instagram or TikTok for seven minutes. The second they call your name, it's like someone just snapped their fingers and, and woke you up from whatever hypnotic state you were in. And you just go, oh, <laughs> I'm at a Starbucks. There's other people around me. There's people talking around me. You, you shut off all senses. I feel like you just can't hear things anymore. You don't see things around you anymore. And you are just glued to whatever is happening, to whatever mindless thing is happening on your phone. And while it's a great escape, I, I challenge you to, to just observe your surroundings, observe people, observe where you are, be lost in your thoughts rather than being lost in someone else's thoughts on your phone or mindless videos on your phone. And just look around you when you're waiting for your coffee, the next time you're waiting for your coffee or your food or waiting for whatever, I challenge you and I encourage you to put your phone away, put it on do not disturb and just stand there, stand there. And you are going to have a hard time standing there for more than like two minutes. We have been conditioned to just check our phones so consistently, knowing, knowing that we have no notifications. All right. And it's crazy. And I feel like each day goes by, we are more and more drawn away from the present moment and from reality. Like, I feel like a lot of us aren't living in reality. We're living in this false social realm or world that we have created to provide more meaning to our lives. And, and the irony is that we're not creating meaning. We're creating comparison and anxiety and, and stress and drama from looking and observing other people's lives online. It's crazy. So I challenge you for the month of November and also moving forward, not just the month of November, but I really do like how these episodes are monthly and we can kind of have monthly check-ins on, on a reflection of how the last, you know, 30 days have gone. And I think it's, it's an easier digestible time frame to reflect on rather than saying like moving forward forever and always don't look at your phone when you're in line at Starbucks. Like let's just take it one step at a time. All right. For the next 30 days, I challenge you to be more present, to be more mindful, to do things more, more with more thought and intention than like mindlessly, like even something as simple as making dinner or breakfast or lunch or creating a meal for yourself or your, for your family. I feel like because we're so busy and there's so much hustle and bustle in our lives, we even lose the connection we have with food. And that food is something that we just eat really quickly to just, you know, cause we're hungry. And then we move on to the next task. Like take time in curating your dinners and your meals and and either making something with your significant other or with your family members or even by yourself and just enjoying the process of creating and, and being present and, and being able to have the opportunity to make a meal for yourself, something that we completely gloss over. And we have food is now a luxury to most people um, that can afford food. Like we don't realize how lucky we are to sit down and curate a meal and enjoy a meal without our phones, without technology, without TV, without just having to do something at all times. It's just sit down and enjoy your fucking meal. And it's wild to me the amount of 
of energy we put into doing the next thing that we are truly missing the smaller, beautiful, more impactful moments in, in the meantime, moments that we can just sit with our thoughts and probably be more introspective and reflective and, and analyze our days more. Like, I don't think a lot of us have time to really just reflect on our days. Like we're so busy and then we go to bed and then you wake up and you do it again and then you go to bed and then where's the time for reflection? Where's the time for just, you know, thinking and being creative? I feel like creativity is lost (laughs) and important conversations are lost. Like it is so difficult to hold a meaningful conversation with a lot of people with depth and with insight and with thought. Um, I feel like a lot of conversations revolve around surface level things that again are just distractions to, I think personally, get us away from our, our mortality and, and the meaning of life and the fear that we have revolving around what this all means And we try to find meaning in meaningless things because it's easier to think about. It's easier to process, digest, and and speak about. So with that, you guys, I really challenge yourself and myself to live more purposefully for the next 30 days. Again, we want to live more purposefully forever, all right? Not just for the next fucking 30 days, but... One step at a time, my friends, like, like eliminate one thing. I challenge you to eliminate one thing that is your biggest distraction for the next 30 days. And we will check back in, uh, next month before the crazy holiday season, um, and before the new year and just kind of, you know, take one step at a time into being more grounded with ourselves, with nature, with our, our, I don't know, our ancestry, like our, us as people, our beings, like I don't know, going back to our roots. Like, I feel like that's just lost in today's society in this day and age. And especially in, I think, America, we are losing our roots and, and focusing on things that at the end of our lives are not going to actually matter. So appreciate the little moments today. Um, I think November is going to fly by. Um, thankfully I don't have a lot of plans to kind of keep myself distracted from, you know, where I am at this current moment. I have a lot of time to, um, do some reflection. Ugh, even thinking about that gives me anxiety, but yeah, we have time to just sit here with our thoughts, sit here with our anxiety. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to buy an alarm clock. Um, one of those loud ass, obnoxious ass alarm clocks that are going to, it's going to wake up all my neighbors. I'm going to buy one of those and I'm going to make an effort to turn my phone off every single night because I find that when I wake up, the first thing I do is check Instagram. Who gives a flying shit tard? Who cares? Who cares what notification I have on Instagram? Like I am so creative in the mornings, like fuck my phone, grab my coffee and let me just design. Let me just do some interior design on my computer. I don't need to look at my Instagram and then look at all these stories of actually nothing and then scroll for 30 minutes. And then I just wasted a 30, 30 minutes of my morning that I could have done a lot of creative things or just sat in silence with myself or read a book, literally read a book and, and expand my mind and do things that are actually helping me learn and grow as a person and be more in tune with myself as a person. Like there's so much that we could do. Imagine, look at your screen time, y'all. After this episode is over, look at your motherfucking screen time. And it's probably like, I don't know, on average, what? Like five hours, five hours. Are you kidding me? This morning in five hours alone. Okay. I woke up, I cleaned my kitchen. I did my laundry. I had a workout. 
Um, what else did I do? I had a shower and I had a bath. Um, I got ready. I made some tea. I made coffee. What else did I do? I'm recording this podcast episode. Like that's a lot of things that can happen. And after this, I'm going to do my nails before I go to work. Like that's five hours of, of effective me time. And if I was on my phone for five hours, I would have done actually nothing. I would have learned nothing. I would have been actually way more anxious and way more depressed coming out of that hypnotic trance of staring at nothing than I am. Like I'm feeling so stoked and motivated for my work day. Like I've done all this stuff and I haven't even gone to work yet. So I'm stoked. I'm stoked. And these are the moments that I live for that I'm excited for, but I am unable to have when I find myself first being anxious. And instead of channeling that anxiety in a productive way, I go onto my phone as an anxious attachment to my phone. And then when I'm out of that state, I'm more anxious because I didn't do anything that I wanted to do. And then I feel like that anxiety just carries on throughout my entire day. And then I think to myself, well, we'll start again tomorrow. No worries. I'll just kind of be anxious today. Like that's a shitty mindset to have. And I feel like a lot of people don't, aren't able to pull themselves out of that, that trance and that space. So yeah, I hope that this resonated with you guys. I feel this is the first time I'm kind of speaking all of this out loud. So I feel really um, relieved and like I've kind of come to my own epiphany and I, and I want to work through a lot of things myself that I'm kind of thinking about on the spot. So yeah, happy November. Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys have a wonderful time with your families. Um, I hope there's no family drama for you all because we all know the holiday season for some reason brings out the Karens. Okay. So avoid those at all costs and have a good time and be more present and eat some good ass food. I, Oh, I'm already planning my menu y'all. Um, and with that, I'm going to go do my nails. Um, pretty fall and festive here. So, um, I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is for you. And I look forward to speaking to y'all next month. (laughs) 